Hello and welcome to Surveyor Says, the podcast from the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Each week, we bring you fascinating guests that are involved in the profession of surveying. We cover a lot of ground, including table lay talk with Gary Kent, point of order with the NSPS Joint Government Affairs Team, future focus, highlighting current and future leaders of the profession, and everything survey-related in between. Thanks for joining us here on the podcast and hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Surveyor Says. Hello, this is Tim Birch and welcome to Surveyor Says, the Young Surveyors Network edition. Um, yes, I'm not a young surveyor, so I can only fill in and do the do the uh, do the interviewer part, but so today we're going to start, this is the first of a couple of interviews for actually candidates for the Young Surveyors uh, Network and their officers. So first up today is Mr. Nolan Mark, and for those that have been subscribing, have been listening, uh, Nolan and I talked, uh, was that last, early earlier in the year? I think that was probably first part of the year, maybe, even, that... Uh, Nolan is a is a young surveyor. Uh, he's thrown his own shingle out and doing his thing, and has become very very active. He's the uh, he's the mainstay in Indiana. We'll have him tell us a little bit about that. But he is a candidate for the vice president role of the Young Surveyors Network in NSPS. So, welcome, Nolan. Glad to have you back on. Well, thank you, Tim. It's a pleasure to be back. Yeah. Well, good. Well, t- I tell you what. Tell us a little bit about where you're at now. Like I said, we, we talked earlier in the year, you threw out your shingle, you've been busting your hump, doing a lot of work this year. What are you, I mean, what are you currently doing with On The Mark Surveying and what are you doing with the association and what, do you, what, uh, what activities are you promoting there in the great state of Indiana? Well, to begin with, I am still successfully, at least for the past eight months, still nailing my own shingle to the roof. It, it slips and slides a lot, but I get it down. I get it done. Uh, so yes, I'm still owning, operating, and maintaining my own business. Um, actually, tomorrow I move into my office, first day into the office, uh, and then beginning of the year, I'll have my first employee. So it's uh, quite the adventure. I'm, I'm glad I'm doing it. And then as far as uh, association, um, proud member of ISPLS, CAPS, uh, and MSPS. So that's Indiana, Kentucky, and Michigan for those listening. And then uh, specifically in Indiana, I'm the Young Surveyor State Network Chair. It's a committee here. So I just had that and I got two others helping me. Uh, Chapter president uh, last year. And then this year I moved into treasurer so we could keep a younger guy on the, on the bank account makes it a lot easier. Don't have to change names. Good. Uh, And then other than that, besides throwing my name into the ring for uh, NSPS vice president, I'm also a board director nominee this year for ISPLS. So very nice. Yeah. I guess you have been. And I guess one of the things that uh, I do want, I do want to mention um, that, uh, you've been spearheading uh, are the roundtables through uh, through the Indiana Young Surveyors. Why do tell us a little bit about how that came came to fruition? Yeah, so for kind of our activities, um, COVID, wonderful, wonderful COVID, 
um, kept us from meeting in person for a while. So what better way to stay in touch than to meet once a month via Zoom meeting? Um, it kind of started out as a young surveyors thing and you know, young surveyors isn't just for the younger people. I mean, there should be supporting members involved too. So um, it's kind of grown where it can be anywhere from 13 to 26 people a week or a month, excuse me, um, just talking about topics. I mean, most of the time it is relative to Indiana, but you'd be surprised how much another state influence uh, can be involved or talked about or run parallel paths and then we've had a few people from out of state looking to get licensed in Indiana so you know they're a young surveyor in Indiana technically because they haven't had any Indiana experience so I guess technically they they get that experience sure. from Roundtable Tuesdays so yep. yeah that's kind of what uh, Roundtable Tuesdays have been and then we've had some other uh, statewide meetups in Indianapolis and getting ready to do something for a convention coming up in January so we like to stay active the best we can. Good, good. Well, let's talk about the Young Surveyors Network a little bit. I mean, obviously, you've thrown yourself very deep into the activities there in Indiana. I, I guess for you, what do you see uh, both at the, the state and the national level for a Young Surveyors Network? What should be some of the goals? What should the, the, the network set out to do to try to broaden this uh, this outreach to, to fellow young surveyors. Well, I'm glad you asked on both the state and national level, because as far as the state, I know we kind of had a young professionals uh, group growing when I was very fresh into the society, but it never kind of took off. But when I got a hold of people at NSPS and started talking and getting something done for Indiana again, um, one of my goals in mind for Indiana was, you know, everybody says we need to get involved at the chapter levels. I 100% agree with that. It is one of the hardest levels to get into, but it is also one of the most intimidating if you're a not licensed or owner or someone that has their name into the hat, you know, you, you hear these guys talk or you hear them complain or, you know, it, it can be really hard to join in on the conversation or even take away what they're talking about. So for me, Indiana, I want young surveyors to be the stepping stone. It needs to be that that gap that we are missing between the fresh out of college person to when you get your license, even when you get licensed, where you can ask your quote unquote dumb questions. That There are no dumb questions. The only ones that are dumb are those that aren't asked. Sorry, we'll get all the corniness out of the way. Hey, no, that's perfect. <laughs> You're exactly right. You're exactly right. So, so. so yeah, I think moving people into uh, either like we call it a secretary or uh, who mostly manages uh, the who's all on the list and getting the membership roster together and getting a sponsorship letter out for next year to a co-chair who kind of is watching what the chair does to get used to what they're going to be doing um, and then the chair who would be me who is in charge or you know, mostly making decisions, but has that support behind them. So ideally that would look like a chapter where you would get these people used to going through the ranks. So when they get to their chapter, they're not afraid to speak up or join in and take a role, take a seat. So. Good, good. Now, what do you think the goals at the national level should be? I guess that's 
part of what we're going to be talking about as far as you taking that next step, uh, wanting to be vice president. What do you see as, as a, what should be a national goal? Are they very similar to the, the state and chapter level, but just a little broader? Uh, I would say they're very similar to the state level. Of course, obviously, now you have 50 different mines from across the state. 51, if you count Puerto Rico, because they were there. Yep. But, you know, it, kind of with what I hinted on with Roundtable Tuesday, you can get a parallel story from another state. Um, I think with the national level specifically, um, giving those resources to the states. Um, and then on top of that, I think we need to have a big comeback after COVID. Um, last fall, or this past fall, was my first in-person meeting. And so, some of the people at ISPLS might not like this, but I said it was the best convention com or meeting I've ever been to. I loved it. Um, I like going to meetings to discuss the issues and take part. Um, I, I love our convention, don't get me wrong. Everybody needs continuing ed. Sometimes you get burnt out on just sitting there listening to people talk. Sometimes you want to be a part of the conversation. So um, I think being involved more is something that needs to be trickled down. Right, right. Now I guess that's, that is one big difference at the NSPS level with our business meetings is that's exactly that. They are business meetings versus most of the states are having conferences to get continuing ed and, you know, somebody to sit there and listen while the smart guy or smart woman on the on the stage just blah, blah, blah. So you, I'm glad you took that away from the fall meeting because that was, you know, that's the intent. I mean, we did, it was the first time back together in a while and we did have some fun and went a few different places, but uh, uh, there was a lot of great conversations that week and I'm glad you were there to take that in because it really... It was a nice change of pace to have a broad view from a lot of people, including yourself and uh, your contemporaries, right there in the heart of it. And you, you need to be part of that. So good. I'm glad. I'm glad that's part of what what you're after. Uh, and I guess let's take it a step further. And how important is it that relationship between NSPS, the old dogs, us, and the the Young Surveyors Network? And I mean, because technically, I mean, looking at the organization, the Young Surveyors Network is supposed to be a basically a subset of of the overall NSPS. But I think a lot of times it's looked at as just you know, okay, kids, go sit at you know, go sit at the kitty table, go talk about your stuff, and we'll let you know when you can speak. Um, but it shouldn't be that. What do you, what do you see? What's that dynamic between those two groups? What does what does that need to be in your perspective? Well, I guess, number one, importantly, um, nobody has a bigger stake in the future of this profession than the youngest people coming in. Um, no offense to the gray hairs, but, you know. Well you've, said. You've, done your, you've kind of done your time, and if, if you've done your time or you've been involved that long, you know, you're coasting, getting ready to get out, and hopefully you've done enough to pass it along to the next person. But whoever that next person is, they have the most stake in this profession or where it goes, whether that's uh, defending licensure or getting more people involved, workforce development, or um, like I sat in on the public relations committee and holy cow was that amazing. Um, Cause I didn't know what public relations was. And I was like, all right, let, I'll go listen to this. And it's like, well, the goal, first thing I said, the goal of public relations 
is to make sure the public, not just necessarily surveyors, is aware of what we do. And, you know, YSN was tapped uh, and encouraged to sit in on that because, I mean, social media, wow, what an outlet it can be. And that's anywhere from Facebook to Twitter to Instagram to TikTok or whatever's going to be new tomorrow or the next app after that. Like that, that's a gold mine waiting to happen. So, I mean, in 10 or 15 years, I might not care about social media as much, but someone else coming up is going to care and they're going to need to be able to take, take that reign and do that. So I, it's just amazing all the things that YSN should be involved with, like workforce development and making sure the next generation is prepared and ready to come up. Exactly. Well, uh, yes, I, I completely agree. You're spot on there. Um, and, and I guess my next question then kind of is, um, what would be then you're, you're running for an officer for, for YSN? I mean, really, what, what's some of your personal reasons? What, what, you're, you're already busy. You've got a brand new business. You're rolling through. You're growing. You're expanding. You, but you've thrown your hat in the ring to take on more responsibility. And you see the challenges. You see what, what we're after to, to go to that next level. Uh, what's your personal drive? What's your personal goals in wanting to do this? Uh, so since you mentioned, you know, having my own business and being busy already, I'll use that as kind of my building block. Um, in my own per own business, I want to grow it and maintain it and build it into something bigger and better. Um, like hiring an employee, training him or her, but it's a him, uh, but he wants to do CST or he might go back to school, like giving him those resources. So um, much like someone in the society, then um, I've been a chapter president. I'm a chapter treasurer. I'll, I'll stick with chapter treasurer. I think you need to be involved at every level, um, whether that's chapter state, national, international, maybe galactic soon. We don't know how aliens <laughs> are out there. You never know. Exactly. Yep. But I mean, for me, I've I've hit on the chapter level. I'm hoping to get involved more at the state level. Luckily with YSN, I've had that state connection and you know, being able to sit on board directors meetings. But for me, you know, I'm always looking for the next step or how to take it further. And I mean the national level is about as big as it can get right now for me. And I like hearing ideas from across the country because your problem is my problem. Whether you're in Illinois and I'm in Indiana or someone's in Florida or California or right. New Hampshire, it, it doesn't matter. It's, it's everybody's problem. And there's no better person to get an answer from than someone across the state that's struggling with your same issue. That's cool. I like that. That's, 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 that's well said. Very well said. So I guess, you know, you know, looking ahead to all of these things and your involvement with Young Surveyors Network and obviously then part of NSPS and ISPLS. Um, from your perspective, what's the future of surveying looking like? Obviously, you're you're uh, you're very engaged in everything and you're investing in a profession. Uh, what does it look like from your perspective? Um, I think. The perspective is kind of what you hit on with the investment. You get what you put into it. 
and then it should return on investment. Um, I think the future is bright as long as we don't just take the back seat and watch it do do its own thing. Um, I'm gonna be a dead horse and or say the same thing again, but using my business as an example, if I can take a guy that has zero surveying experience and teach him surveying, that's one person that didn't know what was going on. And that's just an untapped avenue I think we need to focus on. I 100% agree that more schools should be offering surveying. I get universities are a business like everything else. If nobody's in the program or nobody's making money, they don't want the program to be there. So what better way than to take these people that exist and don't know anything about surveying and turn them into something bigger and better that they never knew they could do. I always refer to them as a big, big block of clay that then you can just take and mold it, the mold them the way you want them to be. And as you know, to get the basics. And then as this thing, as they take shape and they get an idea, they get a taste of this, then, then they can, then they can start doing some of their own, investigating they can hear other opinions they can talk to other people about what we do and read and, and get themselves a little more educated but it's that initial hand, your hands on that 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 block of clay I think is very very important and I I applaud you for taking one on especially like you said with uh, zero experience what better you they don't have any bad habits you have to break and, and some of the other things so my habits which could be well there is that <laughs> there is that oh well um i think we're going we're winding up against a little bit against our time and i know your time's uh time's precious too you're you're a very very busy man um any final words you'd like to say about uh, about your candidacy for vice president because i think uh, uh I, I think you're laying out some 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 great reasons why uh why the, your, your fellow contemporary young surveyors should uh, really consider you for VP? Uh, I just think overall final words with YSN in general, um, you shouldn't be afraid whether you're a state coordinator or not to be involved at a national level. Um, it's kind of like mirroring image of the chapter. If you're afraid to talk, you know, just going and listening at first, you'll get a lot out of it. Um, I'm excited to see where YSN is heading. I think this last group set a really solid foundation with the student competition and then even on top of that with some of our bylaws um uh spoiler i think there are a few universities that might start popping up to these events if their state isn't as active you might right. see universities taking over that role and then if those universities take over that role you might see those state chapters start popping up so it is That's good the groundwork is there and this network can grow and be as big as we want it to be well good well good well there you have it there's uh there's one of your vice presidential candidates for the young surveyors network uh the ballots will be out shortly um mr mark thank you very much we will catch up with you again very very soon because we do want to hear how business is growing and uh the next time we come across you we'll you know how many more employees will you have we'll just wait and see how that goes uh uh, it's it's a good you know what like Mr. Mr. John Fenn and Mr. John Matonich and a few of uh, the especially the a uh, couple of the the Michigan surveyors 
you know, yes, it's a great day to be a surveyor, but you know what? This, this is a good time to be a surveyor as well. And I'm glad to see you, you're being quite successful and getting a belly full of uh, surveying right now. Oh, uh, I'll have a belly full to share and hopefully a few more. So, okay. Well, good. Well, good. Well, thank you, sir. We'll, uh, we'll talk again very soon. Thank you, Tim. Hello and welcome to another episode, kind of an episode within an episode of Surveyor Says. My name is Tim Birch, and today I have uh, my guest is going to be, uh, we're going to finally break into some, some new things here and talk to the candidates for the Young Surveyors Network. And today's guest is the vice president candidate, uh, Jacob Heck, uh, from now in the great state of Michigan. I believe that's where you're located at. Uh, uh, for most of the time I've known Jacob, it was uh, he was on he was on the East Coast somewhat. And uh, but uh, Jacob, welcome. I appreciate you making time for this. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do, what your current role is, what uh, what what roles you fill within the association now? I mean, within Young Surveyors and uh, some of your NSPS roles and some of the activities you do. Yeah, and, and uh, thanks, Tim, for having me. And, and yeah, like you were saying, it kind of has been this this big, long arc coming right back. Uh, where I live now is two miles away from where I grew up, so I really did come full circle. But uh, you know, I've, I've learned a lot along the way. And, That's awesome. And, um, um, you know, being, being involved at at the local level in various places wherever I've gone, I've tried to to get out and, and do that and see how people work. Um, so to I guess to kind of chart my route, I mean I, I grew up here in southeast Michigan and then went to Michigan Tech and then went to Ohio State, got my PhD there, um, moved out to NGS headquarters out on the East Coast, right outside of Washington, DC. Um, and that's where I really had an opportunity to um, to to explore the, the national level and the international level um, and and really kept me involved there. So um, yeah, right now I'm the um, the Great Lakes Regional Geodetic Advisor for the National Geodetic Survey. Um, and that's a, a great role because I get to work with surveyors and, and all kinds of users of the NSRS, the National Spatial Reference System, all across um, the Great Lakes region. And it's it's a lot of fun. I, I really feel that it's a great job. But on top of that though, I've, I've been able to uh, uh, grow and, and maintain um, my, my involvement with, uh, with the national level, with NSPS, with AAGS, the American Association for Geodetic Surveying. Um, I serve as a liaison between the two groups, uh, a role that had previously been held by Dave Doyle. So I, I get to carry that, that torch. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, that, yeah, and that, that, that's really special uh, too. But, uh, but uh, yeah, on, on top of that, though, I've, I've been pretty active within um, FIG and the FIG Young Surveyors. Um, uh, going to, I, I went to Vietnam a couple of years ago for their conference, and that really connected me with, with similar people all over, all over the world. And you, and you can see that we have similar challenges no matter where we are, no matter what level we're at. Um, so it's, it's really good to, to have that, that group where you can share ideas and, and learn from and, and see how, how others are doing it. 
And so, you, um, I, yeah, I think those are the big things that I'm I'm involved with uh, at that level. Yeah, and it's been uh, it's been been fun watching your career grow as it goes along. And so, I guess I'm not saying yeah, you've had so much going on with with your job and international and all these different relationships. Uh, what do you see, though, as far as the National Young Surveyors Network? What should be some goals, and what should be what should be the, the, the path forward for the young surveyors on a national basis? Uh, on a national basis, we have a, a really big event coming up in about 18 months that um, I think is is a great opportunity for us to to strive for uh, to to be great hosts to the to the international community. The the FIG 2023 Working Week taking place in Orlando, Florida in uh, 2023, um, I think definitely has to be on our radar. Um, and I, I think moving forward, going into vice president, president, um, whoever wins that election, you know, whoever has that role, uh, really needs to focus on that. Um, and and really uh, getting everybody in the, in the NSPS Young Surveyor Group up to speed on, on what goes on there and how to be involved and, and how to really put on a, a great um, you know a, a great working week a great conference and then to take those lessons out of that and, and bring that back to what we're doing um, now in the lead up to that um, we have to uh, continue a lot of the successes that that Denver and, and James and David and, and all of the previous officers have done um, really growing the the network to what it is today um, it, and it's, it's really come a long way over the past few years and and I think we have uh, this we're at this really good point where we have the right amount of turnover where we have new people coming in and we have some of the same people staying on but, but it's not all the same people doing everything and and I think we've been really open to, to bringing in new people and, and gotten a lot of enthusiasm lately and I and I I want to continue that, I, and I, I think if we do, then um, yeah, we're we're gonna have a great couple of years and really set us up for what comes next after that. Very good. Well, I guess that really kind of rolls into my my next question. Um, from your perspective, because you've had a foot uh, in representation both as a liaison to NSPS and with and dealing with the uh, Young Surveyors Network, how important is that relationship between the big broad national umbrella of NSPS and what's supposed to be a subset, um, this little working group of the Young Surveyors Network, but it really needs to be more than that. And so I guess from your perspective, how important is that relationship between old and new for for lack of a better term? Yeah, well, we, we really can't work separately. Right? I don't think it's a good idea to be working separately. We do have to really uh, work together and, um, and coming back to some of those common problems that you see where we're at here in the U.S. at the local level, at the international level, and I know we've talked about this many times in, in recent years, but uh, uh, surveying tends to be an aging profession. And, and how do you encourage new people to come in? How do you encourage growth? Well, you, you want to have a good uh, chain of, of leadership, you know, just a good a good spectrum of people in there. You, you want to have diversity um, of, well, of, of cultures and backgrounds, but also of age, of people at different stages in their career. And this is a, a great opportunity to set up mentoring, to have 
seasoned people uh, teach younger people, new people coming in, and and to help steer the, that career path. But on, on the reverse of that, you can have reverse mentoring where you have fresh ideas coming in, and you have um, the the younger people just saying, "Well, here's a problem. Here's how I would approach it," and we're working together and and trying to solve it in the best way for everybody. So. Um, yeah, I, it, I would say it's, it's very important for the, the seasoned surveyors and the young surveyors to be working together and to, um, to have a, a, lot of, a lot of intermixing there, having young surveyors on committees and, and um, seasoned surveyors uh, helping us in, in any way that, that they can. And I know that they, you, you ask somebody to, to help you out and they'll, they'll come in and help you. That's, that's been my experience. Exactly. No, that's well said. Well, uh, because it is important. There's so much change and so much technology and so much advancement uh, that's going on in the world of surveying that uh, the whole profession needs to grow with it together. And yes, because of technology, the younger generations like programming VCRs, it's it's it, you know becomes not necessarily second nature, but it's easier everybody can grow and everybody can learn. So no, I, you, you, that's well, well said, very well said. Um, not coming off of your, your term as, uh, the young, young surveying network treasurer, um, secretary, secretary, excuse me, secretary. Um, what's your, what's your personal goals as far as wanting to go forward as vice president and then on, I mean, do you have some, personal things you want to to try to achieve as well you know i i've got so much going on I, i've really been thinking about the group and what's what's best for the group uh, moving forward and and i i think at, at the end of the day when when you look back at, on your term uh that's that's really what what it means i mean it's not oh i was president oh i, I was sitting at the top it's more this is what the group did this is how the group started out and this is how the, uh, the group is structured for moving forward um, so yeah, I, I don't know if I have anything to, to add on top of that, um, other than what I've already, uh, mentioned just about uh, laying that good foundation, having us ready for that, that big stage of FIG 2023, and then for whatever lessons we learn out of that, moving that forward into building an even better group. Um, I, I think the other, I, I just thought of another, um, item to, um, to really think about to make sure that we are working towards um, looking outside of surveying too. Uh, surveying is a, a great profession, but we, we don't have all of the answers for everything. So if we start looking at and working with other groups, um, other peer groups, other professional groups, um, I think we can learn a lot from that as well. And and um, and the, uh, the, the URISA NSPS summit from a few weeks ago, I think is a really good example of that. And I think if we follow that up with uh, working with GIS groups and then maybe branching out from there a little bit too, um, you know, engineering and, and other groups like that too, um, I think we can we can learn a lot from them. We can teach them a lot. And I, I think in the end, we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have a good connected way of, of doing things and solving problems. Very good. No, you. That's that. That's a good way to look at it, and uh, that's what I think. Uh, where we do need to go in the future, and y you've said it very well that it it is it is going to be a group effort, and it's going to be more interaction and uh, really more cooperation across uh, like-minded professionals, like-minded 
technicians and complementary uh, industries as well. So, um, well, I guess here for kind of, I'll say the big, big uh, wrap up question, put a big bow on this, the future surveying, where do you, from your perspective, and, and you've got a unique uh, perspective because you, you mean working, working for the government, working for the public uh, in a, in a public serving role, where do you, I mean, where do you see the future of surveying? Uh, is it a bright future? Where where are we going with all of this technology? No, I, I think it's a bright future, and I, I think we're we're um, we're not getting less important. So I, I don't think we're gonna we're gonna disappear because I I, I just see that being dangerous. <laughs> um, but I I do think though um, having our, our eyes open to um, uh, looking at at parallel professionals, other professionals, the, the GIS community and engineering community, other communities like that, uh, we, we have to look at them as, as partners, as, as allies moving forward, um, because the, the challenges of the future are, uh, are, are more complex than the, the challenges of the past. They're going to take new methods of thinking, new approaches to things, and you need to have a, a really good diversity of ideas to do that. So it's not just what you're doing, being good at, at at your particular area of expertise, but it's how you apply that to solve problems with others, how you learn from others and 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 apply those lessons to how you solve problems. Um, but we we definitely need to work together. Um, and as, as technology grows and changes and we struggle to keep up, um, working together is the only way that we're going to be able to do it. Um, and and even thinking about things like, like, like GPS, uh, GPS surveyors use it, but surveyors aren't the only ones using it. So, it, and that's, that's okay. That, that's how it should be. <laughs> so right. we can work together with other groups that are, are approaching similar problems to, to what we're doing. Um, and I, I think that's how we're, we're going to really bring ourselves into the future. Exactly. I mean, it just dawned on me that, you know, for, for how many years now, since the, really the, the introduction of survey grade GPS is like, you know, that it belongs to the surveyors. I can't imagine all of the confrontations there should have been over the years with um, a 25 foot rule, 25 foot tape with carpenters saying, no, you can't use that. You're not a surveyor. Um, no, it's it, measurement tools, positioning tools are tools. It's not, doesn't define the profession. Um, one, you know, I'm going to ask, I'm going to throw one last question at you. Um, because of your unique, your unique uh, perspective with your career path, um, because I, I really I I am I'm impressed with the the times I, I work with NGS um, across many departments and 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 a lot of different personnel. I'm always impressed at the not to hit on a key you know a, a keyword these days, but diversity and the amount of of, of people from different, uh, different roles, different, I mean, different backgrounds that, uh, it just for, you know, and for NGS that really seems to work well. And I think that that's something we, we need to continue to push in the surveying profession. Um, I guess, can you, what would you say about the, how diversity has, has been in your career, especially at the government level? Uh, it, it really helps with, with, uh, with solving problems. Um, it, it, it really does. And, and I, I think at the government level, 
some of the diversity that's within MGS, um, and this probably goes back a long ways, it came out of necessity. We need people to do these kinds of jobs. Well, who's who's applying? Okay, we got to take we got to take the people that are, are trying to come here and work with us. Uh, but on top of that, I mean, across the federal government, there are many initiatives trying to to make the workforce more diverse. And and what um, a lot of the the reasoning for that is, you look at how how problems are solved, and and I've I've seen uh, I I've I've seen how how numbers get applied to it where. One group sets up a model, and they get a certain result within a certain um, within a certain error budget. Another group, completely independently, solves the same set of problems, and and they get a different solution. But the error bars are still about the same. You combine those models, and the error bars get smaller. And and when you get those kinds of this the, the thought process from group A, the thought process from group B, when you, you really put them together, that's when the problems start getting solved. And I think that's what diversity shows us. Um, and it, yeah, it kind of feels like that in the, the federal government too, but you, th you think about all the types of I, types of things that, that NGS and well, before that Coast and Geodetic Survey has done. I mean, so many things fell under that umbrella. So many areas of expertise had to be filled and, and today, if, if we only had surveyors working at NGS, how, how could we do many of the things that we do? I mean, airborne gravity, geoid modeling, um, uh, working towards the, um, the, the um, time-dependent reference frames. Um, surveyors will be using all of that, and, and it, it's good to have a surveyor perspective on that, but you need other perspectives on that as well. So we've been fortunate enough to have uh, really smart people working at NGS. Yes. Well, I'm looking across the camera at one and I appreciate all the time and effort that you've put into not just the profession, but to all of the association work, all of the, the young surveyors work. So, uh, thank you for joining me today. And, uh, I, I, I'm glad you're, you're, you're running for vice president. I'm, I'm looking forward to continuing to work with you regardless of where you're at, uh, in the profession. And, uh, I think it's going to, I think you bring a lot to the table, Mr. Jacob, and uh, I appreciate your time for uh, bringing it here today. Yeah, thanks, Tim. I, but I, I will say that the whole slate of candidates for both positions that are open are, there, there's a lot of talent there too. So I, I think that uh, the Young Surveyors Network that is surveying is in good hands no matter what. We're all working together and uh, yeah, we're just trying to do what's best for the, for the profession and for the group. I would agree. It's going to be a win-win either way. So... Well, that'll do it for this time. Uh, we'll be coming up shortly with uh, with the uh, with the secretary candidates, but uh, uh, ballots will be out shortly. And uh, please consider both of these these young men because uh, they, they're both fantastic. And like I said, it's going to be a win win either way. So uh, that'll wrap it up for this week on Surveyor Says, and uh, be looking for the secretary interviews very soon. Thank you. You've been listening to the Surveyor Says Podcast, brought to you by the National Society of Professional Surveyors. If you have any questions about today's episode or any other topic, please email us at info at nsps.us.com, and we are here to help. Visit our website, nsps.us.com, to learn more about our association, the programs we administer and support, our sustaining members, and information about future episodes of Surveyor Says. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, 
Spotify, as well as our podcast host, Podbean. And remember, it's a great day to be a surveyor.